Good morning. All right. Um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Today is Epiphany Sunday. So t that means that we are still in the Christmas season. Technically, the Christmas season ends on uh, Epiphany, which is actually Friday, January the 6th, 12 days after Christmas, on the 12th day of Christmas. You know, that, this is the season that we are in. However, if we went to the grocery store right now or this afternoon, we would probably find Valentine's Day candy. And I kid you not, after Sunday worship on um, Christmas Day, I was uh, driving through town and saw someone dragging a Christmas tree out to the curb to throw away. I don't think it was 12 o'clock yet, and they were throwing the tree away. So, let's take a pause for a moment and stay in the Christmas season a little bit longer. It is very appropriate for us to continue to say Merry Christmas during this time because it is still Christmas and Happy New Year because it happens to be New Year's Day. Early in ministry, I would uh, you know, try and resist saying Merry Christmas until actual Christmas to kind of work that, um, that, that shift in our brains that we are actually in Advent so I eventually got to the place where I would say, Happy Advent, Merry Christmas, just like today, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. So here we are, both and, we've got it all, and we're still in Christmas. So each year on Epiphany Sunday, we come to this passage, the passage of the wise men, and it reminds us that we are still in the Christmas season, and it reminds us of the story of the wise men. We just heard it read. The overview is the wise men hear about Jesus, they go to Bethlehem, they talk to Herod, they discover Jesus, they learn the epiphany, they learn that Jesus is the Messiah, and they go home a different way. Matthew writes here that Jesus was born in Bethlehem during King Herod's rule, and there were these three men that came from the east to Jerusalem to ask where the king of the Jews is located. And during this time, all roads led to Jerusalem. And if the wise men were coming, coming from the east, they would have to pass through Jerusalem to get to Bethlehem, which is south of Jerusalem. And so I imagine everything was going well in King Herod's day. And then all of a sudden, these men from a distant land arrived, and they're looking for a king. And when they spoke to King Herod, they said, yes. We are looking for a king, but it's not you. Can you imagine what that conversation was like? I imagine it was a little awkward for a, a few um, moments there when it's like, wait a second, you're looking for a king. I happen to be the king, but you're not looking for, wait, what? Can you imagine what that conversation was like? King Herod, king of the land, and these men made this long journey, not to see him, but to find a baby born in a barn. Can you see like the palace type thing versus born in a barn? King of the land, all the power and control, humble baby Jesus. Like, Think about this image and what we're exploring and discovering today. Like I said, I imagine this was a pretty awkward conversation for a moment from then on out. 
Here these strangers are, which they probably had enough clout to be able to have an audience with the king. So they had to be pretty important people themselves to be able to have this conversation. And then they're not looking for him. The wise men were looking for a different king. They had come all this way to honor Jesus. And I wonder how Herod felt. So, he was not having this. He being Herod here. Herod wanted to know why this was happening, and I imagine wanted to stop it quickly. Shut it down right now. Now, I imagine he didn't want anything to get in the way of his power and his control and his kingship. Scripture says, when King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him. And so Herod brings the, the priest and the scribes and asks them, you know, where is this? What's going on? And they answer him by quoting the prophet Micah um, that, that we read or we heard read from the Old Testament. And then Herod calls the wise men back to have this conversation with them. Again, can you imagine how awkward this was? Herod asked them, well, when did the star appear and, they, and what was going on? And tell me more about it. And then he said, well, go and search diligently for the child. And when you find him, bring me word so that I may go and pay him homage. Lies. I don't think he was telling the truth in that moment. He didn't want another king, of course. He wanted to find the baby so he could handle the situation. And after the wise men heard where Jesus was from Herod, they left and they continued to follow the star to find Jesus. And the scripture says when they saw the star, they stopped and they were overwhelmed with joy. Overwhelmed with joy. Think about this for a minute. These strangers who were from a far land were filled with joy when they learned about Jesus. How exciting they traveled all this way to see this king who was a baby born in a barn to an unwed mother. God calls and equips people from different phases in life and different stages of life to glorify God. Even the least expected like these strangers from a far away place. Scripture says that they entered the house and they saw the child and they fell on their knees to honor Jesus. They were in the palace and now they're here with Jesus and they fall on their knees. And they opened their treasure chests and they presented him with gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They offered these things to Jesus. They came and worshiped and offered this to Jesus. Again, these strangers from different customs, from different lands, entered into the region of Judea to look for an infant who was the king of the Jews. How amazing. This encounter with the wise men coming to worship and discovering Jesus, having this epiphany, discovering Jesus as the Messiah. These men from the east were not Jews. They were Gentiles. They were not followers of the law. However, they came to see Jesus, and they discovered the Messiah. Jesus entered the world, and it was marked by a star where he was born. 
and the star was the guide for the wise men to find Jesus. And not just for those who follow the law, but also those from outside of the local tradition and outside of the law. The star shined to welcome all that can see it to come and to worship and to honor Jesus. All are welcome to discover Jesus, the Messiah. So as we find ourselves in this place, and we reflect on this passage this morning, and we hear and read about the wise men's discovery of Jesus in that time, on this first day of January 2023, we are invited to consider how we are discovering Jesus. What is the star that we are following today? Where is the star guiding us? Like the wise men, we can come from anywhere to seek Jesus and from, be from any situation and be welcomed by Jesus. And then when we get to Jesus, what do we do? How do we respond once we find Jesus and discover Jesus? Do we respond like the wise men did by offering to Jesus? Or do we respond by thinking about what is in it for us? The wise men followed a star. What is our star today? What is the star that is guiding us? The star guiding us is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit equips us and moves us and guides us to the triune God. In the midst of darkness, Jesus entered the world and a star guided the wise men. And today, in the midst of a world that looks pretty dark sometimes, Jesus lives and gives us the Holy Spirit and himself so that we can be freed from the darkness of sin and death. God called the wise men to seek Jesus. Again, they weren't Jewish. They were not from Judea. They were unfamiliar with the customs. They were outside of the law, and yet God called them to seek Christ. And I wonder if we find ourselves where we might feel like the wise men at times, like we don't belong or that we're an outsider or that we don't know every single nuance of everything that's going on or maybe we don't have it all figured out. Well, Scripture says we are in good company. The wise men were strangers in a strange land, and yet God called them. In seminary, when we were uh, studying for a test or we had some big project that we were working on, we would often, my classmates and I, would often try to offer a bit of hope to one another in the midst of the sea of work that we had to do. And we would say to one another to remember that um, God equips the called, but doesn't only call the already equipped. So what is God calling us to? What star are we looking to follow? What are we seeking? And then, are we open to exploring what we will find when we follow the star? Are we open to being equipped? Being equipped new and fresh by God as we grow in our faith. The wise men started this journey, and I'm not sure if they knew exactly where they were going to land up. 
And I wonder sometimes if we find ourselves in that place where we're afraid because we don't know exactly where God might be calling us and it makes us a bit nervous. Not sure where I might end up needing to go or being called to go. Maybe God will call me to a distant land or to a place where I don't have everything figured out or know exactly every nuance of the space in which I find myself. I wonder what happens in those places of discovery and how the Holy Spirit moves in those moments. Herod told the wise men to go and to search for Christ, and I wonder, are we going and searching for Christ? We talk about a new year. Some people talk about goals or resolutions. What does it mean for us in our faith to think about where we are going, what star are we following, and what is the guiding of the Holy Spirit pointing us to today? And then to kind of shift the metaphor a little bit, thinking about following the star, what about if we think about us being a reflection of that star pointing people to Jesus? So today, as we celebrate communion, I invite you to be mindful of this meal. And this is a way in which we search and in which we encounter Jesus. In these elements of bread and cup, we search for and encounter the body and blood of Christ. And in the first service, or in the nine o'clock service, I said we don't see a star actually right here leading us to Jesus, but we see these elements which point us to Christ. But there is a star. So after I finished preaching, I sat down there and I was like, there's a star there. And I just told everybody there's no star up here. And in those moments where we think we have it all figured out, right, God continues to work on us. So I just experienced God working on me right here, right now. So how in the way are we, as we look at the star, now we actually get to see a star, how do we look at these elements? How do we listen to the guiding of the Holy Spirit, move us and shape us in a way that we dig deeper into our faith and discover what Jesus might be calling us to? They can be scary moments sometimes, because what does it mean? What does it mean for me as a retired person to serve? What does it mean for me as a young person to serve? What is Christ calling us to? So then another piece of this, this is probably my favorite part of this passage, where the wise men came to honor Jesus, and then they, were, they had this dream about going home by a different road. They returned by a different route. And so as we begin a new year, I invite you to consider the wise men's journey and how after they encountered Christ, they had this powerful moment where they had just met the king of the land, but they entered into this place and they offered themselves to Jesus. And then when they left, they were different. They went back a different way. They were transformed. They encountered Christ. They changed their mind. They discovered something new after encountering Christ. And another person in Scripture that we hear about that changed his mind is Paul. Another great story to think about related to the wise men here, who everything was going one way, and they went back a different way. So for Paul... He knew, he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew, he knew he was right. Just to change the pace, he knew he was right some more. 
And it wasn't Jesus who he was pointing to. Persecuting Christians is what the book of Acts talks about. And then he encountered Christ, and he was changed in that moment, and he took a different road. Talk about awkward conversations. Imagine what the conversation was like with the disciples and Paul when Paul said, I didn't get it right. I think this Jesus guy is the Messiah, the Savior of the world, that brings hope to the world. Can you imagine that awkward moment where he was like, well, I'm a hypocrite, and I'm going to go and join, I'm going to be a part of it, because I have been transformed, I have been changed. God, I encountered God, I encountered Christ, and something is different. Just like the wise men in this passage, who took a different road, I wonder, as we think about our lives and our faith journey, are we listening to the leading of the Holy Spirit? What star are we following? Growing up, my, um, sometimes my late father would say, I don't need to learn any more about that. And it was often about something related to technology. He's like, I got enough stuff in my head, I don't need to learn anything more about that. Well, I wonder if we all do that in some ways, especially when we think about how it relates to our faith. Maybe we say we have it all figured out. Maybe we say that we've got things lined up just so. For the wise men and for Paul, they learned more and they took a different road. They encountered something more. Sometimes it's easy for us to say we have it all figured out. And sometimes when we open ourselves up to discover, to encounter Christ, we learn more and we take a different road. So again, on this New Year's Day, are we open to discover Christ in new ways? Maybe we've encountered Christ often and frequently, but what would it look like to continue to say, I want to continue to discover what Christ, who Christ is and what Christ is like living in my life. Or do we say, I have it all figured out. The wise men listened to the guiding of God and went home a different route. And in their meeting Jesus in this unsuspected place, they gave their offering and they left different. Imagine if they would have said, well, we have always done it this way. We have always gone back this road, so we're just going to go back the same way. Imagine it would have been a different story. But they were open to the guiding of the Holy Spirit. They were open to discovering more, and they went home a different way. Maybe this is another analogy that will connect with you. When I am driving and I miss a turn... I like to continue on and discover the adventure. I'm not super keen on stopping and turning around and going back to where I was. I like to drive around to just see what we find on the adventure. Well, sometimes that's fun. And sometimes it puts me way behind and I need to get over myself and stop and turn around and go back a different way. So how as we think about our faith and what it looks like for us on our faith journey, sometimes maybe we need to, maybe we're on a good road. Maybe things are going all right. But what, what about in those moments where we need to stop 
and take a different road, to be open to the discovery of what Christ might be leading, to be open to the guiding of the Holy Spirit and the way in which the Holy Spirit moves and breathes in us and calls us to new and exciting things, even if we're in the same space that, that we have already been in. How do we look at things and, and ways in which we've been in ministry as new and exciting, even in the things that we do all the time? So where are we going with our journey with Christ? What star are we following? Are we open to be transformed and to take a different route, even if it means going down a different road? So this morning as we approach the table, we are invited to come as the wise men offering ourselves and encountering Christ. When we leave here, maybe we might open ourselves up a little bit more and pause for a little bit more to listen to the guiding of the Holy Spirit to consider if we might need a different road home. So how are we living out our faith? What journey are we on as we look for the star that is guiding us, the Holy Spirit guiding us? And are we willing to listen to the guiding of the Holy Spirit even if it means that maybe we try a different way? And maybe if we try a different way, we say, well, that didn't work, so let's try a different way. And listen to the Spirit more, and then try that way. And, oh, well, we hit a little bump there. And then we listen to the Holy Spirit a little bit more. We move a different way, and we are continuing on this journey of growing closer to God, closer to Christ, closer to the Holy Spirit. So this year, as we seek to grow in our faith, consider what stars are we following and where is it leading us? Where are we going? Be open to discovering something new. Be open to encountering Christ. Be open to be transformed. Be open to a different path. And that path may lead us to something that we didn't quite expect. And no matter where you have been, it's that, that moment where it's like, I hope people don't remember who I was. No matter where you have been, no matter what you have done, or what road you have or have not walked down previously, Christ entered the world in a humble and unexpected way to meet us, to know our story, to walk with us, and to offer us hope and freedom. What a joy. What a joy. So is the star that we are following leading us to worship Christ or is it leading us to worship something else? And if we find that the star that we have been following doesn't lead us to Christ, then today is a great day to take a different road and to make a change. What star are we following? What road are we taking home? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.